the story is self-explanatory. We don't need any further interpretation to get the story clear. He was inside the boat with the disciples. A storm came. That will tell you one thing straight ahead. The storm of life is no respecter of any man. Other than young or old, you are literate or you are educated, wealthy or poor, storm has no respect for any man. Anyway, he was resting, sleeping. And the disciple whose life they told were Jopadi quickly rose to where he was, woke him up, and said, We perish. And he arose, rebuked the wind. And the raging of the water. Then he made the statement that must be well observed. Where is your faith? What does that mean? You hurt me. When I told you before we started, let's cross so far to the other side. You mean? When I say we are crossing over to the other side, we are going to Paris here. Can't you rely on my word? That I've told you we are crossing over. Why should you be afraid of storm now along the way, in the midst of the way? Excuse me. Anytime you see a storm, you remember the promise of the Lord. What the Lord has told you initially. Suddenly you are going to discover. That peace will flow into your heart. Let me stop the introduction and go straight to the points. <laughs> the disciples say, We perish. The first step in dealing with the storm so that there will be peace and we'll be able to say, Peace be still is that we should stop pretending before our maker. I don't know whether we are here tonight. We should stop pretending before our maker. Imagine the disciples say, we perish. They didn't pretend. The Almighty God spoke to me expressly sometimes ago. He said the major tragedy of life is to pretend before your maker. You come before your maker and you pretend as if all is okay. Ah, a widow, old child was to be taken away. Creditor came, they were to take out children away. Cry to the man of God, according to 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1. She cried. But for her crying that day, the children will have been taken away. 
the Sunamite woman, in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 3 to 7, cry to the man of God. Tonight, I want you to open up to God. To open up to God. I have this Sunamite woman, the way she acted. When the husband asked her, you remember the story. Are you okay? Say, I'm okay. It is where? Elisha saw her far up and said, Gehazi, the servant, go and ask her, Are you okay? He said, Yes, I'm okay. Is your husband okay? He said, Yes, okay. Is the child okay? He said, Yes, it's okay. But when she came to the man of God, the way she grabbed the man of God, the other wanted to separate. I said, no, 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 no. The man of God said, no, 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 no. Leave her, I leave her. My wife asked a neighbor, whose wife lost her child. I mean, it was a serious issue. This lady came to our house. Everybody was, everything was calmed. She made sure that her husband has gone to work. My wife has gone to work as I was stepping down like this. The way she grabbed me. I didn't see him. You know him more than I do. My matter will be said to today. The way she grabbed me, I prayed like a wounded soldier. I can't forget in the city of Benin, I was a state pastor that time. A particular husband, I've been, the wife I've been having a series of miscarriages. Then we monitor the matter medically by having all the gynecologists in our church to monitor her two months of her pregnancy. We put her for bed rest. And I will be there to pray. At the same month, the baby died again. The old man came out and saw me. My God, it, uh, the nurses had to come and rescue me from her. Isn't it? I discovered in all the stages of this, something normally happens. Because I remember when this woman left me, I went down and I laid my hands on the pillar. I said, Lord, let's say this family will go. They have done something wrong. What have I done too? A year after I set or twins followed. I don't know whether you still continue to pretend as if all is well. Let's stand on our feet. Cry to God this hour. Let God hear your voice. Can we have some instruments playing to play louder and louder so that the voice of the instrument can overcome our voices? And let God Almighty God hear your voice. Call upon him. Say, Father. Let him hear your voice. Say, Father. I come before you today. Answer me. Let this storm be over. Pray, 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 p
Ah, pray. Let God hear your voice. Let him 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 hear your voice. Ah, pray, 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 pray. The battle must be over today. Oh yes, the storm must be over today. You cannot continue like this any longer. Everything must be settled. Thing must be settled. Pray, Father God, Father God, hear me today. Cry unto Him. Cry unto Him. Oh yes, Lord. The woman cried to Elijah. The woman said, over, cried to Elijah, and the Almighty God heard them. Cry tonight. Ah, are you coming to God? Cry to God. Cry to God. Matere kasaka yamo reke sataya. Aya lakatata raba kotonte rebo. Yima reke tete reba kasonobo. Thank you, Father God. Glory be to God in the air. In Jesus' name we pray. I want you to join your hand with your neighbor left and right, please. It's momentarily you can go back to your seat. God bless you. Ah, the Lord is here already. Pray for your neighbor. Say, Father. Ah, let go hear our voice. Say, Father. Every storm in the life of this, my neighbor, let it end today. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Every storm. Every song, every song. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up your hands, please, as I join my faith with your faith. The disciples came to you, Jesus. The whole point up. They didn't pretend. They said, we perish. Ah. How should we continue to pretend before our maker? That is why we have cried to you today. We've opened all before you today. We've opened our nakedness before you so that you can cover us. Every storm in the life of any of these your children here, let it be over today. Let it be over today. Either it's physical or spiritual or marital or ministerial on their chosen career and businesses. Let storms cease today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Say him louder. Be seated. God bless you. The first step is to cry out. Number two, identify the storm. You cannot tackle what you have not identified. But let me ask a question. Let's answer a question. 
What is his stop? Genesis 49, 17. Genesis chapter 49, verse 17. Down shall be a serpent by the way. Uh, other in the path that beated the horses e, so that the rider shall fall backwards. Somebody who is on a horse is expected to move fast. But that the storm on the way called the serpent. Now be it what will have made a man to gallop, to fly, I mean, to move fast. But instead of moving fast because of that storm, it's fall backward. I think where we ministered yesterday, we asked a question. With all the glorious certificates that we have, are they working for us? That is his talk. When you are expected to move fast, but you are going backward, something is responsible. So is that invisible power that diverts the course of a life, that invisible power that diverts the course of a life. When you consider Luke chapter 17, Verse 15 and 19. Luke 17. Verse 15. Verse 19. You are going to discover a man who had been healed of his leprosy. Came back to Jesus. Amen. By the time he came, he glorified the Lord. Look at verse 19 of the same Luke 17. Jesus now told him, Arise, go thy way. Take notice of that statement. In other words, this man had a plan for himself in the past. What he would want to do in life, the time we will have settled the education, probably the time we engage in working, the time of retirement. Oh, the time he will marry. How many children he will have and so on and so forth. He had plans for himself. But suddenly, leprosy came. And all the plans scattered. And Jesus could be quoted as saying, Now, um, engineer, please leave the passage on the wall. It's far, far better than the pictures. Don't show any picture now, the passage. I want to tell you, if finish that passage, you turn it to another one. Nobody is going to ready to look at the face of anybody now. We are now want to see Jesus. So, engineer, please make sure the passage is always there. It's a crucial moment. And go thy way. And I have a feeling within me today, Jesus is talking to somebody, telling somebody, commanding a destiny now, go and begin to fulfill your destiny. Amen. I didn't like the way you say you're here, may hear what is happening. When you look at what is a storm, 
Number two, it does strong power that paralyzes the efforts of a man. There's a strong power that can paralyze the efforts of a man. It's a storm. A man in John chapter 5, verse 8 and 9, John 5, 8 and 9, when you read from verse 1 to 9, you will get all the stories here, was on the spot for 38 years. He wanted to stand up, he could not. That was his storm. But look at verse 8 and 9. Suddenly Jesus put an end to that storm. Simply say, arise. In other words, he had all the capability to arrive before, but a storm pegged him down. Every storm that has paralyzed your effort in life, they will come to a end today in Jesus' name. And when you consider Luke chapter 5, verse 4 to 7, Luke 5, 4 to 7, you will see a professional fisherman called Peter, Abba, with the right tools, the right knowledge, the right wisdom, the right people, the right place, and the right time. Yet, despite all this, they toiled all the night and caught nothing. That was his storm. Could we say there were no fish there? When Jesus came and put a hand to the storm, he simply said, let your net down here. And their net broke. Because the storm was over. Many a day, they put all their effort in studying. Yet, no good grit. They put all their effort in that business. Yet, no profit. They put all their effort in everything. Yet, nothing. There is a storm somewhere. By the special grace of God, that storm will be over today in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, before I ask you to pray on that particular, what is a storm? Number three, is that thing that causes delay. That thing that does what? That causes delay. In Acts 27, verse 4 and verse 7. Acts chapter 27, verse 4. And verse 7, you are going to discover how they say they long, I mean, their sheep and so on and so forth. But suddenly, the winds were contrary. And look at verse 7, what verse 7 says. And when we have said slowly, many days, what are responsible for the slowly, I mean, so saying slowly, the wind, the storm. We have said slowly for me. They wanted to move fast, but the wind hindered them. Ah. All the winds of life that is slowing you down will end today. Amen. Ah. We end today. Amen. You know the ground you ought to have covered. You know the level you ought to have reached. You know that particular eye that you expected to have been. But because of the winds of life, they have slowed you down. Stand on your feet, please. The end has come to you today. Ah, loud and clear, let God hear your voice. Say, Father. Father. Ah. Say, Father. Father. 
every wind, every storm that is paralyzing my effort, that is slowing me down, the power that be, oh Lord, that will not allow me to fulfill destiny, put a hand to it today. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Let him hear your voice. Let him hear your voice. Put an end to it today. Put an end to it today. In the mighty name of Jesus. God is here answering our prayers. Let put an end to it today, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, one thing that we know is that once we've called upon your name, you act. The storm that have been identified because we discover the slow motion in our lives. We have discovered certain hindrances that will not allow us to move as far as we should. We have discovered certain impediment that all the wisdom and knowledge that we have, they have rendered it useless. We have discovered a parallelism of our wisdom and knowledge. And one looks like a fool or a foolish person. Whereas we put all our efforts. Please, Daddy, tonight, we are referring a storm is raging. Put an end to it in Jesus' name. Amen. Put an end to it in Jesus' name. Amen. The man who came to say thank you, Jesus had a plan for his life. Many a day, a time when they wake up in the morning, they will say, I didn't plan my life like this. Because they see clearly the opposite of what they have been dreaming of. I pray that today, every storm that will bring a negative aspect of life instead of what you have created or to become. Some that they bring into our life what you didn't create with us when you created us. We decree today that that storm will be over in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Say amen louder. Amen. Be seated. God bless you. So say in dealing with storms from the passage we have read in that Luke chapter 8, we should stop pretending before our maker. And we are thanking God that we've cried out. And then we shall identify this storm. Now we know what this storm is all about. Now we are going a little deeper tonight. I'm trusting the almighty God after tonight peace will locate you. Dominate you. Decorate you. Now we want to locate 
the wind. Look at the language employed by the word of God in that Luke chapter 8 that we have read. Particularly in verse 24, 23 and 24. And there came down a storm of wind. A storm of wind. And when you get to verse 24, after the disciples had said, We perish, Jesus arose and rebuked the wind. In other words, before you can speak of a storm, there must be a particular wind that is responsible. And in order to put an end to any storm of life, you are to deal with the wind first. And I'm trusting the Almighty God today we will locate that wind. In the word of God, four winds are clearly identified. Four. And by the time you consider Psalm 78, verse 26, you will meet two of those four in that same single verse. Psalm 78, verse 26 says, He caused an east wind to blow in the heaven, and by, the, by his power he brought in the south wind. How many winds do we have there? The east wind and the south wind. Take notice of that. By the time you get to Proverbs chapter 25, verse 23, we are now identifying the wind. We are locating the wind. Um, Proverbs 25, verse 23, refer to certain wind at the north wind. What kind of wind? The north wind. Drive off away rain, and so on and so forth. And then you get to Exodus chapter 10, verse 19. Exodus chapter 10, verse 19. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind. West wind, west wind. So therefore, can we mention the wind now? The east wind, the south wind, the north wind, the west wind. If you can tackle this wind in your life, then every storm of your life will cease. I'm not praying now. I'm telling you the truth about life. So that is the reason why I don't want to just identify this wind and I leave you like that. One by one, we will look at the winds and tackle it tonight. The first wind is the east wind. East wind. In Exodus chapter 10, verse 13. Exodus chapter 10, verse 13. And Moses stretched forth his, his rod over the land of Egypt. And the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And what is the result and the effect of that east wind? And when it was the morning, the east wind 
brought the locals. When you are talking about something known as destructive element, destructive agent, east wind is on duty. East wind will not say a person should not plant. Will not say a person should not cultivate. They will not even say certain things should not grow. But they will never, never allow the harvest. We are refer east wind is an operation. You will mention that wind today. And you are going to discover whatever has been troubling your life and destiny, they will give way for peace. Let me explain that one before I ask you to pray because we are to portray those points. I mean, about that one. One thing about the Bible is that it will tell you the details, it won't leave you in the air. East wind will not allow. A business to survive. Psalm 47, 48, verse 7. Psalm 48, verse 7. Thou bred the sheep of Tarshish with an east wind. Go and study Tarshish. They are the ruler of the world in the area of commerce and business in their days. How come that we are destroyed totally out of business, out of commerce, that we don't even remember them any longer? God dealt with them with an east wind. When the east wind blew into a particular career, that career will collapse. When the east wind blew towards a particular business, that business will collapse. When this is blow towards a particular Glorious thing that somebody done, it will just collapse. So when you see a negative effect concerning what you are doing, you have to know the wind that is not present. And immediately you command that wind to disappear. Suddenly you are going to discover. In Exodus 14, verse 21, Exodus 14, 21, you are going to discover the east wind also that can break, I mean, that, that can break whatever, whatever, and make it collapse. Now, you remember a man in the Bible, because I have to study that man. His name was Ephraim. You remember Ephraim? He happened to be the second child of uh, Joseph. Ah, I've never met a human being like that who is so blessed and faithful. When Jacob wanted to pray, bring your children to me, Jacob told Joseph. And Joseph presented his two children, Manasseh and Ephraim, presented Manasseh before the grandpa to lay his right hand and Ephraim to lay his left hand. He crossed his hand. Ah, daddy, don't, uh, uh, uh. he said, I know it. This one will be greater than this. And he began to gallop. He began to gallop. He, ah. God sent message to him again and again. Ephraim, ah, I love you. 
Don't ruin your life. Particularly when you get to Genesis chapter 8, verse 8 to 20, Genesis 48, rather, verse 8 to 20. But that you get to Hosea, chapter 4, verse 17. Hosea 4, 17. God released almost the final whistle. Say, Ephraim is joined to idols. Let him alone. Ah, Ephraim. After this, God sent message again and again. Finally, the final whistle was blown against Ephraim. In Hosea chapter 5, verse 9. Hosea chapter 5, verse 9. The Almighty God, Ephraim shall be desolate. Then I began to study what he what is behind the problem of Ephraim? What is this? Because I know how God lost every one of us as Christians. How God lost me. How, I mean, I don't want to be like Ephraim. I suddenly discovered the secret. Where is the secret? Hosea chapter 12, verse 1. Hosea chapter 12, verse 1. There, the Bible says, Ephraim feeded on wind. And follows after the east wind. That was all. He followed afterward the east wind. And the east wind wind is life. I'm trusting God for somebody here today. The effect of every east wind in our life will be terminated in Jesus' name. And by the time you get to Hosea chapter 13, verse 15, ah, God have mercy. You will pray tonight like never before, please. In Hosea chapter 13, verse 16, Hosea 13, 15 says, Hosea chapter 13, verse 15, he said, though he be fruitful among his brethren, and his winds I come, the wind of the Lord shall come upon the wilderness, and the springs shall, be, shall become dry. You know, by the time it's blossom, by the time it's growing, you see, by the time I paid him a visit with an east wind, all the glory will disappear. Stand on your feet, please. Peace be still tonight. Peace be still tonight. Peace be still. Peace be still. Ha. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jehovah, you are the man of war. Your mercies endure forever and ever. Oh, pray. Let God hear your voice. Say, my father, my maker. Every activity of his wind blowing against my life. Oh, ye is wind. What are you waiting for? Disappear tonight. Pray that prayer with all your heart.
Let God hear your voice. Oh, ye his wind. What are you waiting for? Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Thank you, Father God. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Yes, Lord. Every destructive agent, every destructive element that have been targeted is in my life disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Disappear tonight. Let God hear your voice. Every agent consulted the east wind against my life. Disappear tonight. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And I join my faith with your faith. Every destructive element and agent that have been targeted against your life, the hand has come to them today. Whatever constitutes east wind in your life, ready to destroy your destiny and life, the hand has come to you tonight. In any area of your life, when the his wind has been dealing with you, peace be still in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Be seated. God bless you. In tackling the his wind, God makes use of the west wind. So when you want to tackle the his wind, you have to command the west wind to blow. This is purely spiritual, but that is the truth about life. We are not trying to spiritualize a matter now. It's real. When you see a particular situation that's in no dive you feel your life. When you are to stand something pulling you down, east wind is in operation. What you need to do is I command you west wind begin to blow. In Exodus chapter ten, verse nineteen. Exodus ten nineteen. When the east wind had been released and brought the locusts in Exodus chapter 10, verse 13, when the Almighty God wanted to remove the locusts in Exodus 10, 19, he released the west wind. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locust and cut them into the sea. 
there remain no one locals in all the coasts of Egypt. The east wind brought the local destructive elements. The west wind blew them away. I'm standing upon this exalted altar that every activity of the east wind in your life, the west wind will blow them away. There is nothing that is happening to mind this life that doesn't have a power behind the scene. And if you know how to operate in the spirit realm, then you are going to discover freedom indeed. I'm trusting the almighty God for your life that on your behalf tonight, the west wind will blow. Every locust that will be ravaging your life, that have been brought by the east wind, the west wind will blow them off. There will be no single remaining of the mark of east wind in your life. I will allow you to cry to God. You just one minute. Stand on your feet and command the west wind to begin to blow. Call upon the Lord tonight. This is a very, very crucial prayer. Let the west wind begin to blow. All the local that have been located here and there, local that have been brought by the east wind, west wind begin to blow. Blow them off. Approve this prayer. With this, the pareko sakaya marimaro. Let the west wind begin to blow. West wind begin to blow. Blow away whatever the east wind has brought into our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Join your hand with your neighbor left and right, please. This corporate prayer will go a long way. We go a long way in our lives. So loud and clear, say, Father, whatever I fuck, the east wind has caused in the life of this my neighbor, relieve the west wind. And blow them away. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Whatever that affect, whatever the problem, whatever the locus that the east wind have brought into the life of these, your children, release your west wind and blow them away. Blow them away. Blow them away. Blow them away. Thank you, Father. Glory be to God. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, say him louder. And I join my faith with your faith. That whatever it does, unpleasant situation that these winds have brought into your life, the power of God 
that is capable enough to do all things will release the west wind. When the west wind was released, where we have read in that book of Exodus, by the time the day was over, they could not trace any single locust in the land of Egypt. Every representative of destructive elements that have been ravaging your life hitherto, before the sun rises tomorrow, you will see them no more. In the mighty name of Jesus, in your life, in your career, in your marriage, in your destiny, whatever been the deposit of the east wind, before the sun rises tomorrow, because tonight, the west wind will blow and carry away all the problems. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Say amen louder. Be seated. There are two winds we will combine together if all we go to some other things. We have the north wind left and the south wind. When you go to Proverbs chapter 25, verse 23, Proverbs 25, 23, you see the Afok that not wind will cause. There the Bible says the not wind drives away rain. So does an angry continence in perpetual tongues. Anytime the rain is about to fall and the rain couldn't fall, the wind released, it did not wind. You're about to sign a contract. Everything is settled. Suddenly, something happened. Either the government is changed, or the fellow that is there for you is changed. Something just happened. I mean, just happened. Remember, the not wind in oppression. When there is what is called the edge of success syndrome, as I'm about to talk you like this, something happened again, something happened again. At that moment, one must know one that had not permitted the rain to fall, that is saying the grounds will continue to be dry. It did not win. I'm trusting God for you today. Your rain will fall. Amen. I didn't like the way you say me. Yeah. Is there any American way of saying me? I say your rain will fall. Amen. I say your rain will fall. Amen. You know, when there is dry ground, you can't plant. There can be no fruit. Nothing. Nothing. And it's not attractive at all. So I'm trusting the Almighty God today. The attack on your life to cause dryness to dominate your life. That one is going today. 
I said that one is going to the in Job chapter 37 verse 17 Job 37 17 how thy garment are warm when a quiet near the earth by the south wind warmness and Jesus told us in Luke 12:55 Luke 12:55 And when ye see the south wind blow ye see there will be heat So there's a particular wind that brings heat is the south wind heat <laughs> I don't know whether we know what is heat here in California. I mean, where we are, lots. I'm in Atlanta here. I don't know. Uh, but I've been a place before. I think uh, in Italy, in Rome, in Italy, during the summer. God have mercy. God have mercy. I'm trusting God for you. Whatever brought a particular unbearable heat into your life, that storm is over. There, there are certain things one cannot bear. I see the reason why in certain places, they nearly naked themselves. They go to the beach. And so on and so forth. When you see the heat, ah, it's unbearable. I'm trusting the Almighty God for somebody's life tonight. Whatever brought unnecessary heat into your life, known as the south wind, the end has come to it tonight in Jesus' name. Now, we want to deal with certain things on the matter peace be still. A time God will just mention a heat without mentioning a particular heat. I mean storm or wind rather. So when you look at all the winds combined because tonight we want to pray specifically. God can just say winds Combine together to do this. So we want to pray like our father. We want to talk like him tonight. For example, he wanted to feed the people of Israel with quay. That is prepare chicken, prepare fowl. Ah, my God. How I wish I was there to heed the something that they prepare themselves. The Bible says, in Numbers 11.31, Numbers 11.31, and there went forth a wind from the Lord. The wind is not mentioned. And brought quays from the sea, and led them fall by the camp, at where they journey on this side, and where they journey on the other side, round about the camp, and there were two cubits hide, upon the face of the earth. It's so high 
And when you start from the middle of the quay, you are to walk for 24 hours this way, 24 hours this way. Where are God? Just, just decided a wind blow. There are certain wind that is going to bring to you all what you need in life. God will just command that wind to blow. You just discover that when that wind blows, you will never lack anything good again. Imagine a wind blew and quake came so high to cubic eye. And then from the center, you want to walk, you have to walk for 24 hours before you can read the end. You want to walk by Brisbane 24 hours before you can read the end. Not that walk from end to the end. You have to walk for 70, how many? 48 hours. Two solid days before you can read the end. Because a wind blew. Stand on your feet. God has a wind in his, in his hand. When he releases us a wind, you just discover that your knees are made. Say, my father, my father. There is a wind with you that can bring my success. That can bring my promotion. All what I need in life. Release that wind, oh God. Pray with all your heart. Pray with all your heart. Yes, Lord. Let that wave. Terene kasanta raba kusonto ya. Alamane katanta raba kusoki ya mareka sandaya ya. Hayala katanta raba kusonto ya mareka siya. Release that wind tonight. Release that wind tonight. Relay that way tonight. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. We still remain standing. We want to pray. In Ezekiel 37, verse 9 to 10. Ezekiel 37, verse 9 to 10. The Almighty God just spoke to the prophets. Prophesy to the wind to blow. And listen to this. If you have read it from verse 1, you are going to discover dry bones. And then the man of God was commanded, prophesy to the bones. And he prophesied to the bones. And each of the bones began to locate each other, one another. And before you could know what was happening, you could see the full skeleton of human beings formed, but they were not covered with flesh. The Lord spoke to the prophet again, prophesied that they covered with flesh. He said, I prophesied. And the whole skeleton now looked at the full human being, but they were lifeless. But listen to this. That is how far, no matter how anointed a man of God is, we cannot impart life. It's only when the wind of the Holy Spirit blow that life can come. Instead of God to say, prophesy now that they receive life, say, call the wind to blow. And they call the wind 
And when the wind blew, life came. There is a particular wind that impacts life. And I'm trusting the Almighty God. That wind will blow tonight. Amen. Loud and clear, say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Blow, to blow to my direction. Impart life into my life. Every good thing in my life that he did, let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life. Pray with all your heart. Let there be life. Let there be life. Let there be life. Holy Spirit, let there be life. Let me begin to experience life, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Pray, 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 pray. That your body will experience life. Rekatente rima neka santa raba kosundu. Prene mama reka santa raba kosundu. Ima mama reka senki yamma reka sanaya. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, we pray. When you get to Genesis chapter 8, verse 1, you will see the combination of a nameless uh, wind there. There we were told, and that God remembered Noah, and every living thing, and all the cattle with him. Then the Bible says, and God made a wind to pass. We are not told what the name of that wind. But when that wind was released by God, the flood of 40 days began to disappear. The Bible says, and the waters as waxed. Other translation says, and the water subsided. Other translation says, and the water dried up. That's a wind, that anti-problem wind. When that wind is blown by God, problem that have been ravaging on ground before will just disappear on its own. Call upon the name of the Lord. Release that wind, that anti-problem wind. Let it blow today. Every situation that like a flood in my life, every situation that like a problem in my life, let that wind blow today. Let that wind blow. Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. Let that wind blow, let that wind blow. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pareka Santa Rama Kosundurbo. Ilinalamareka Santa Rama Kosundurbo. Yes, Lord, let that wind blow, Daddy. Let that wind blow. Let that wind blow. Let that wind blow. Prena mama marika sataraba. Terana kosonto roba kasanda raba bono kosondo. Ila katente riba pane kasanda riba marika papa papa. Ila katente riba kosonto roba baba baba. Ayala katente rebu kosonto reba baba. Yele katanta raba kosonto bani kasiniba. Thank you, Father God. Glory be to God. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Uh, let's say amen louder. When you consider that case of Noah, or what God did, what would lead to him. But don't forget also, it 
toward the east wind abroad the flood, and the wind scattered it. I'm trusting God for somebody here today that your flooding experience is over. Now, take your seat. We want to round up now to see what is the promise of the Almighty God for you tonight and what does he do? Psalm 107, 29 to 30. Psalm 107, verse 29 to verse 30. He makes the storm a calm so that the wave thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bring them into their desire heaven. See, this our God has all the power to put an end to every storm and they will just be calm. We become Excuse me, we can live in this world as if there is no problem. When God steals a storm, no storm had the power again to wage against us a fellow. And the Lord is telling somebody here today, I will put a hand to every storm of your life. Amen. You are going to have peace. Amen. I said you are going to have peace. Amen. You are going to have peace. Amen. And then he said they are glad because they are quiet. A day in life like this. So there is peace like this. And so on and so forth. Because as he had decided to bring them to their desired heaven. To their goal. To their destiny. To whatever they have desired in their lives. About 13 years ago, God referred to me what I should do in 10 years. And I thought, ah, then he created peace. He created what is called a conducive environment to operate. You know, Solomon, I mean, if he wanted to build a house, God said, no, 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 you don't have peace. A man of war, you can't build. Because nobody can build in the day of trouble, in the midst of crisis. When the Almighty God decided that Solomon would build the house, it means he fought no battle. Throughout his domain. I'm trusting the Almighty God for you today. It will create a conducive environment for your prison. Then three years ago, ten years had expired. I didn't know what next. And God gave me another one for another ten years. By the time that ten years will be rounding up, I will be seven today. I need about seven years more to be 70. And <laughs> we were discussing yesterday, myself and God, do, 
And he told me what I just know, I know, I know. Except you help me, I cannot reach that goal. But what he does it is, he will not allow any storm of life to send you back. That is God. The day he anointed David, that was all. The same God is here today to steal every storm in your life. I can't hear your hymn louder. Because this God is the only one who has all the power. And we can see here what he said in Matthew 11, 20 to 30. We used to think it's for unbelievers only. It's for believers alike. Matthew 11, 20 to 30. Say, come unto me, all ye that labor and heaven leading, I will give you rest. Suddenly he said, you will have rest for your souls. You will have what? Rest for your soul. So when we come to him, rest will come. Peace will come. Fulfillment will come. That's what Jesus does. So I want to appeal to somebody here tonight. You have not yielded the totality of your life to the one who has all the power to steal every storm. Let that one be done. And suddenly you are going to discover he has all the power to say, peace be still. And that is the end of that particular storm in life. So therefore tonight, we want to cry to him one more time. You make the storm a calm. So that the will thereof has said, maybe since we begun this message, your case has not been mentioned. The Almighty God is here tonight to listen to you. And I will then join my faith with your faith in praying together. You just tell him what you are passing through. He make a storm a calm. Either it is a east wind or the north wind, or the south wind. Let the west wind be released, and then the almighty God will take charge of everything. Stand on your feet, therefore, and let us pray. Call upon him tonight. Don't forget how we started, that we should not be coming before the almighty God and pretend as if all is way. We want her to cry out. Cry out to him right away. What is that particular area of your life where storm is raging? Oh, yes, upon a catinti rimane casanti yaya. Olomane catantara bacosonto rene casiyaya. Ola penna marica totoro bacasanti ya. Let every storm end. 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 Let every storm end today, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let every storm end. Let every storm end. Daddy go. Put an end to every storm. 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 Put an end to every storm in our life, in our destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus, 
Pray that prayer with all your heart today. Pray that prayer with all your heart. Put an end to every storm. Put an end to every storm. Prene ka santa rabo kosunti yababa. Elimane ka tatara bakosunti yibu. Hey, ke tatara bakosunti ya. Let's, let God hear your voice, please. Let him hear your voice. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. I cannot continue with this storm in my life. Oh, my pare ka santa rabo kosunti yibu. Yes, let every storm hand. 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 Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name, we pray. This point, before I pray for you, please. We have several people who are facing severe storms of life. And it's not from the devil. It's not from the enemy. God send that storm to their lives. Jonah is a classical example. It was the Lord that commanded the fish to swallow him. But by the special grace of God, he repented in the belly of the fish. How he survived there, I don't know. Cry to God. For three days, he kept on praying. And God commanded that fish to go and formate him. I have discovered again and again, when we cry to God, arise, O Lord, and let your enemy be scattered. One must check himself. Am I, am I a friend of God or the enemy of God? Because when God arises, such a fellow also will be scattered. Tonight, please, let's say to our kids before the Almighty. Before the Almighty God. Because at times, it's tough. Might be because of the wrong step we had taken in the past. He brought a man from another state in Nigeria, I think, was doing a conversion last year. A pastor brought him. He was shaking like jellyfish, almost bending. And that thing just happened to him suddenly, less than a man. From another state. And the pastor was sad. Ah, you need to this man. You need to see him. The dynamic man of God. This is the death in action. This is and that. And I wanted to pray and God spoke to me. No, 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 no. Ask me. And by the time I asked him, God gave him that grace to, to open his mouth that very time to talk. He fell into adultery. The pastor was shocked. 
And I asked God, what do you want me to do? He said, you don't need to pray, son. Let him go back, carry him back. Let him meet his leader, confess to your leader, confess to your wife, confess to the children. He said, that will be the solution. He did that one, I was perfectly okay. That could be a storm. Because without a wind, there can be no storm. They say there can be no snow without fire. So whatever I dare for, whatever is causing any storm, let's check inward. Let's check inward. Let's check inward. So by the time we leave here today, let's restitute our ways. Let's serve him with all our hearts. God has been asking you to do something for him. You have been saying no. He has a way of blocking the way. And I'm telling you the truth. So, but from tonight onward, we will serve him. I said we will serve him. We will do his bid. We will follow him. We won't allow anything in our life to bring any storm upon our lives. It's all eyes closed. Is anybody here tonight? You want to surrender your life to Jesus? I would like to pray for you before the final prayer. You are here tonight. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? Kindly lift up your hand wherever you are. Because somebody without Jesus will definitely face storms of life. And nobody can help him. Only one that can help you is Jesus. So you are here tonight. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Kindly lift up your hand wherever you are. I want to pray for you from here. And that is the beginning of glorious journey. Please, if you are lifting up your hand, lift it very well. Let God see those things so that we can pray for you from here. Anybody? To God be the glory. God bless you, sir. Father, this sign that is raised unto you, I pray that tonight your hands will be laid upon this fellow. Your name will be glorified in his life. Your blood will cleanse his sick clean. His name will be written in the book of life. The power to serve you to the end, you will release upon him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Lift up your hands, everybody, now to receive. There is power mighty in the blood. Oh, yeah. There is power mighty in the blood. In the blood, there is power mighty in the blood of Jesus Christ there is power in the blood fathers I'm going to make this pronouncement standing before you on behalf of this your children and standing before this your children on your behalf that they please answer by fire. Amen. 
starting from this domain, the vicinity we are here, as an environment, the storm is over. In the mighty name of Jesus, speaking into your church, this very parish here, and where there are what is referred to as occupancy or domineering or domain of this environment in order to bring about the presence of the Lord in a mighty way here, the storm is over. In the mighty name of Jesus, whatever I've been hindering what is known as expansion of the kingdom here, we mean the kingdom of Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. I hereby decree that storm is over. Yeah. In the life of all your ministers, starting from the senior pastor here to all the ministers, and all that you are using, O oh God, to oversee this place. Upon their life, I say, the storm is over. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then we go into the life of every individual that are here tonight. Concerning their life in every aspect. In their marital life in their social life, in their academic life, in their political life, in their career life, in their business life, in their ministerial life. Whatever it does to many of these your children are passing through, ah, the storm is over. In the mighty name of Jesus, and in extension to all your children here in Atlanta, I decree and I declare that the storm over their destiny is over. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Just the way you spoke that day, as your representative today, we say, peace be still in the name of Jesus. Once again, I release into their life and destiny the West Wind. Amen. Whatever has been the affect of the East Wind, let the release of the West Wind swallow them up. Amen. The scars that the east wind has caused upon your life by the special grace of God, that wound is over. Amen. Go in his strength. Amen. Go in his power. Amen. Starting from today, you become unstoppable. Amen. 
Nothing will be able to hinder you any longer. Here in United States, you will fulfill destiny to the glory of the Lord. You will be a blessing to your generation here. And whatever you need for settlement in this nation, within a time limit that is shorter than you think, the Lord will say to you, Amen. any of you that is sick here, be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Any of you that is down here, let there be lifting up. Amen. And let the name of the Lord be glorified. Amen. Thank you, Father, for today. Glory be to your holy name. Hallelujah. That red that only you can give, release upon your children in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Say a glorious amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord.